0: what's up everybody happy new year welcome back to the torrent podcast i'm your host nick alongside alan and matt guys it's been a while we had some scheduling conflicts we couldn't quite make do an episode right at the beginning of the new year but we're back we're ready to go and ready to get the ball rolling here
1: yeah it's been a it's been a crazy couple of weeks i'm i'm up to my ankles now and well i'm up to my knees now in robot parts and mm, I'm really to knees. busy with the uh, robotics season so Glad I was able to kind of find some time to come back and do this because I need a break from all that. So
0: For sure, for sure. Matt, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great.
2: Um, teaching has been pretty fine, and tomorrow we have Martin Luther King Day off, which Correct. is very cool. And I'm learning that a lot more people in this area, I think, have the day off. Because, like, almost everyone in my building has off tomorrow. But I know you guys are saying you don't have off, so that kind no, oh, like of
0: thing. No, like even they...
2: non-teachers have off? Yeah, like Charlie has off, um, and he works in an office, and... Jamie works for the government and they have off, so
1: hmm. maybe it's a uh, DC thing. I wonder. Well, I think all the government has off already, right?
2: Oh, well,
0: Trust
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Even the funded government though has off, also. Yeah. So.
0: So let's. Uh, why don't we uh, just dive right into it, guys? Let's uh, let's get into the news. This. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> Nick.
1: <laughs> sounds good. That sounds, that sounds good. Thanks this is the
0: weekly download. <laughs> um, all right. So a lot of these news stories came out before um, the new year. So we're just kind of working our backlog a little bit. So there's some of these stories are going to be a little bit older, but we still want to touch on them. Um, first, around uh thanksgiving maybe christmas time this trailer came out for this next netflix movie starring ben affleck um oscar isaac pedro pascal um the guy from sons of anarchy and it was called triple frontier um the trailer was about you know this group of um special forces guys who uh you know, decide to to uh, you know they're kind of down on their luck. They don't get paid a lot of money for special forces, and uh, they want to make some money, so they decide to rob a cartel. What did you guys think of this trailer? Because I thought this looked awesome. Um, I agree. I I
2: really thought it was a, a like a based on a real story, which would be super cool. But um, it actually I don't think it was. But still, I think that the story looks awesome. It looks really badass and like, um. I'm sure you're going to be rooting for these guys because they were like military and they don't have a lot of money and stuff. I think the guy in the trailer is like, we serve, I've served five times for a country and I can't even afford to send my kids to college. So I think uh, it's going to be a really
1: good movie. Yeah, I think it, it looks cool. It reminds me a lot of, well, not a lot of, but it kind of has hints of uh, Narcos, that Netflix series that mm, came out a mm-hmm, while ago, mm-hmm. where they're like following the life of uh, Pablo Escobar, and it's kind of got the whole drug cartel feel to it, and there's the two cops kind of trying to uh, trying to hunt him down and stuff. So Sure. Uh, I, I love that show. It was kind of hard to follow because they would flip over into Spanish like for at least half of the episode, but uh, I like the premise of it. I like the idea of it. I think it'll be cool. The same as Matt, though, I kind of wish it was based on a true story because then it would have a little more weight to it.
0: I mean, it still looks like it's going to be pretty dramatic. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some double crosses and the whole that whole squad is going to get broken up. And I bet you most of them are going to die. But it looks like it's going to be an awesome movie. So we'll yeah. see. Uh, one like- sec when's that come out? I'm not sure. While well, you look that up? I was going to say Netflix has been doing some pretty awesome stuff lately. Well, yeah, I mean, um it was also announced that Netflix is going to hike up their subscription plan and it's to bring more original content, which that's the good part and the bad part is if you uh if you want, if you want to see more original content from Netflix then great, but the cost is is the cost, you know, the cost is going to go Didn't up. They just
1: raise it, raise it like a year ago.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. Uh, Triple Frontier comes out March 15th, by the way, so a couple months away. Um, Okay, next. Guys, there's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out, and uh, this movie poster that was released kind of set the internet on fire um, based on how Sonic looks. What did you guys think of the movie poster that came out for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? I just, I don't know
2: what, I don't know what, what is this movie going to be about? Nobody knows.
0: I mean like Sonic I just, the Hedgehog obviously but like right.
2: I and I'm sure like Dr. Robotnik and like getting rings or like actually who knows even about the rings. But I just it's a weird topic. It's I'm I'm I to me it seems like trying to monopolize on a well-known character mm-hmm. just for the sake of uh of that he's a well-known character.
0: Now, the yeah, and the poster looks kind of weird because Sonic has like really athletic looking legs and I think like uh you know, anatomically, like, it's just kind of a little strange. And a lot of people are have. It's a little unsettling to people. But the cast, you know, cast-wise, Alan, you and I were looking at it before the show started. Um, you got Jim Carrey playing Dr. Robotnik. You got John Ralphio himself, the worst, playing uh, <laughs> yeah. Sonic himself. Um, so, I mean, what do you think?
1: I mean, I think the poster does look kind of weird. It almost has hints of uh, Detective Pikachu, where, like, it might yes. seem like it could come off a little creepy
0: I think where they overdo
1: it and over animate them and it it might be kind of strange in that sense but yeah I I don't know I guess we'll see if the the premise of the movie is any good enough the plot holds it holds any interesting storyline or not
0: you know regarding detective Pikachu we kind of commented that it it looks kind of weird but also very interesting like fun I yeah it it could be a very similar type of movie I think you're right just kind of that weird fun you know if they make it like a comedy kind of thing then it could be successful and yeah, we'll see. Um okay, moving on here. Uh, Men in Black International. So they're rebooting the Men in Black franchise. Um Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith are kind of done. Um and now we're picking up with um and having a little bit of a Thor Ragnarok reunion with Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. Um and also they throw in Liam Neeson in here as well. So what did you guys think of the Men in Black International trailer?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think it looks pretty cool. It, it's been a while since we've had a Men in Black movie. It's been since I think 2012, so it's been yeah, geez, six years now. Yeah, since Men in Black Three came out.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So uh, I think it's kind of cool that they're redoing it again. It'll be cool to see that same style movie, but with a you know kind of more updated CGI and uh, some different actors and uh, different writers and that kind of stuff. So I think it definitely has a good chance to be really good, but it could also just be kind of awful if they try and redo what the first movie did and don't really do anything too original. So, Sure. Uh, kind of on the fence with this one, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Matt, how about you?
2: Uh, I think it'll be good. I, I never really liked the orig- or the first two Men in Blacks that much. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I just, I don't know, I, I probably would like them a lot more now, but I just haven't ever really gotten into it. But I, I think the, uh, the new one is going to look pretty cool. So uh, I'm excited to see it. I think it'll be pretty sweet.
0: I think the tone of the movie seems a little bit different from the first couple. It looks more action comedy, as opposed to, um, you know, more more of what the tone was for the other two. Uh, but this looks like it could be fun. I think Alan and Matt, I'm with you. I, I'm on the fence of this. I'm not, I'm not really sure how I feel. I think Men in Black kind of had its had its run, um, and uh, so we'll see. It could be successful, maybe not. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, who knows?
0: Um, and another trailer that came out, Hellboy. Uh, we kind of talked mm-hmm. about this a while ago. We saw, we talked about some of the images that were released, but we finally got a full trailer for it. And I got to say, I was kind of bummed. I was really digging some of the tonal stuff from the pictures. It looked like it was going to be like a, a Metalocalypse uh, episode, just kind of like really metal and really badass. And it was promised uh, rated R, violence, And I'm like, okay, I could I could see where I can get myself uh, excited for this. And then the trailer came out, and it was kind of like really lame jokes. And mm-hmm. um, the 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 visuals weren't there for me and i know it's just a trailer but i was i was kind of disappointed what did you guys think of the the hellboy trailer um i i liked it i i did not like i agree with you though i did not
2: like the the humor or i guess that type of thing i wanted to be like kind of dark and like really badass and um like kind of i don't want to say gruesome but like kind of um i don't just like dark and like crazy Um, but it wasn't, it was like, they were joking and the jokes didn't seem that funny and it was kind of lame. And, Mm -hmm. um, I, I wanted like a 300 type thing with like, yes, like that kind of thing. Like you take that humongous gun out, like blast that dude's head off. Like, yeah, I wanted something really intense. Yeah. This looks like, I don't know, the action looked really good. So that's why I still overall think I liked it, but Mm -hmm. I agree. The tone was not what I wanted it to be.
1: Yeah. And I, I still stand. I, we talked about Hellboy a little bit before. I still stand by my original statement. You know, fuck Hellboy. I just, I don't like this movie. It doesn't do anything for me. It's a class C superhero or whatever yeah, he is, anti-hero, yeah, whatever He's yeah. supposed to be. I just don't like Hellboy. I'm not going to see it. I don't want to see this movie. I hope it gets bad reviews. I hope it fails. I hope the director gets fired. Oh my god, um, that would have been a little much. Sorry, but. <laughs>
2: you hated that? Just, yeah, you hated that much. It's not bad.
1: Man. <laughs> I don't hate it that much, but uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not interested in this one at all. So,
0: mm-hmm. I, I, yeah uh besides rooting for people for fa- to fail i can understand where you're coming from uh i mean it's a it, we had the original set of movies um nobody's really clamoring for a new hellboy it's just kind of like yeah what else can we reboot these days you know that's that's what it seems like like with the men in black thing i was gonna bring it
2: up but there's also a lot of new good movies coming out but yeah like like bringing back men in black it's been a long time, I, like mm-hmm. that, like bringing back Hellboy, especially was I mean was were the original Hellboy movies like that well received?
0: I mean the first the second one was very well received. I think it's kind of a cult classic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But okay. I mean they were for the time when they came out. And now granted we didn't have any of the MCU movies. I don't think when the first two came out. Um, so this is before the big superhero wave. They did okay. They were, mm-hmm. you know, critically you know lauded but it wasn't like cut to shreds either so it was just okay mm, okay honestly i don't
1: have much against reboots just because like i don't know a lot of movies these days are if they're not re- reboots of movies or reboots of books or reboots yeah. of tv shows like I mean, harry potter was all books all the mcu characters are all based off of comic books like mm-hmm. rebooting is just kind of a, a a thing that happens in in entertainment pretty often but yeah
2: i'm just stuck on this idea that like that movie arrival that came out i think maybe a couple of years ago now do you guys remember that movie oh yeah um yeah dude that the like at the end of that i was like i think this is one of my all-time favorite movies and it was because i felt like they did something completely they did an alien thing which is not new but they made it brand new and they made it like different and interesting and i just thought that was so cool now that might have been based on a book I'm
0: pretty shit. No,
1: I want to read it. It
0: might have been.
1: <laughs> I guarantee you it's based on. A
0: now that's okay though. I mean if you take these awesome sci-fi books that nobody knows about and you make them into movies, I have no problem with that. It's like yeah. it's like stuff we already know that's already been made into a movie that you have to, you know, redo. Um same thing with, you know, Annihilation. Annihilation was one of my top movies of of last year of 2018. I could not stop thinking about that movie and I know it didn't get critically it didn't do too well and a lot of people hate that movie, but I, I mean that I put that right up there with arrival. I really enjoyed those two movies. Wow, okay
2: I, I liked that movie. The book was so bizarre and hard to mm-hmm. follow mm-hmm. Um, and I actually ended up reading another book by that author yeah and it was also really hard to follow and just like weirdly psychological and hmm. just weird but um, I agree that movie was good. so I like I agree. I like that premise that is so, somewhat familiar but done in like an unfamiliar way. Yeah so yeah
0: that's cool. Um, speaking of comic book movies, guys we reviewed Aquaman uh, over the break and our full review episode is up on our podcast feed now. So if you've seen Aquaman, which you probably most of you listeners probably have, go check out our uh, spoiler review. But guys, Aquaman ended up making one billion dollars at the box office um, that's surpassing uh, movies like the Dark Knight, um, and I think it's up there last year with movies like uh, Infinity War, uh, Black Panther, um, what else, uh, and Incredibles 2. So it made around the same amount of money as those movies now. Um, so what do you guys think? I mean, we kind of said a movie was pretty good, but apparently this really appealed to mass audience enough that it made $1 billion worldwide. Um, I, so,
2: <clears throat> yeah, we were pretty lukewarm about it. But um, I was talking to some students, some fifth graders, and they were like, it was the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it was my favorite movie of all time. Wow. About it was perfect. And so, like, I wonder if there if there's a different audience out there that's super loving this movie and maybe like families of like of like kind of young, like teenager type age kids. Maybe they're loving it. I don't know. Um, the action was super good, but I I'm I'm
1: very surprised that it got that
0: much. But I mean, yeah, Mets, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
1: On Mets, yeah, a lot of the the high school students that I work with in robotics were saying the same thing that they loved it and thought it was really cool and stuff. So maybe it was just one of those movies that spanned enough, you know, big enough audience that you know people our age were seeing it, people in middle school were seeing it, people in high school were seeing it, maybe some people even older than us were seeing it because Aquaman is such a, a historic character in in the DC universe. So, maybe it just had such a broad audience that it was attracting that enough people saw it where it was able to make enough money
0: you know it's got really good visuals it's got really good action i mean for younger kids it could be like this generation star wars like it's cool enough that it could it could you know latch on to a lot of young kids so i i could see that for sure yeah. um go ahead
2: sorry that's what i was going to say um and and i guess one thing is that it it made that much money in like box office sales not necessarily like that doesn't necessarily correlate with being a good movie also so like it was pretty accessible and a lot of a a lot of families probably went and stuff like that but Mm -hmm, mm how much did Wonder Woman make
0: because I feel like Wonder Woman was I think it made more more than Wonder Woman let
1: me look it up I I I heard more things about Wonder Woman than I heard about Aquaman but
2: yeah that's what I thought too especially because Wonder Woman had like a female protagonist and that was a big deal
0: and it was I heard Wonder Woman is badass. I never saw it, but so Wonder Woman made eight hundred and twenty-one point eight million U.S. domestic. Uh, let's see if I can find huh. it worldwide. Okay, oh, it's so not too not far bad. off.
2: How? What? Do we know like what? What like profit that equals? Like actually, what is that's that... World,
0: that is worldwide. Sorry, total eight hundred twenty-one million. Oh, nice. Okay.
2: I just. I wonder. Well, I guess
0: it's not like that how much is, the budget of but... the film was versus how much it made. Yeah, yeah.
2: Make. Oh, yeah. um. I feel like like two hundred to three hundred million or something is a budget,
1: right? Uh,
2: Which seems insane. That's insane. That's so much money.
1: That's like so much to invest without like not even being sure that it's gonna make
0: right. So it's reported that Wonder Woman had a budget of one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty million.
1: Okay, so that makes
0: more. Well,
2: still, it's an insane amount, but it makes more (laughs) sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good on, good on Aquaman. I mean, I think, like yeah, we said about in our cool. spoiler review, I think this is really good for the DCEU. Um, I think that uh, everything signs are pointing in the right direction, that they're right in the, the ship here, and uh, hopefully we get some better quality movies out of it and they continue the Aquaman franchise. Yeah, I agree. Um, the other big movie that was kind of happening over the holidays that we never really touched on was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, um, the animated movie. Uh, it's got uh, what's uh, Jake Johnson as Peter Parker, and I forget the dude's name who plays Miles Morales. But the animation style was really cool. Um, it seemed like this is applauded by all comic book fans, all movie fans, as a really fun, like, th- is is the best Spider-Man movie that has come out ever. Um, and... This is the same actor that has done the,
1: the past couple of Spider-Man. No, no, he was, this... he was also in the Avengers.
0: No, it's not a live action one. This is a separate um, movie, and it's it's uh-huh. an animated. It's called Into the Spider Verse. Um, it's it focuses mostly on Miles Morales, which is like the second Spider Man after Peter Parker. The um, okay. storyline's a little bit different, but the, the animation style is really really cool. I haven't had a chance to go see this yet, but um, everyone is giving it. Amazing reviews, so maybe that's something we'll have to try to try to watch uh, somewhere down the lines and give a review because um, enough people are talking about it that um, uh, that it's it's uh, turning the attention of the industry. So, wow, wow.
2: I haven't even heard of this. So okay, I'm pretty wow. interested to
0: check that out. That sounds cool, Matt. I bet you if you talk to some of the those kids that you were talking about before, they probably heard about it and they probably love it. That's probably the second thing they. I... Watching, I bet they, so.
2: I mean, my kids are still a little young. Mm-hmm. They might, maybe they do. I'll ask around. But okay. um, Alan's high school aged kids
0: might know more about this. Than For sure. I so. Cool. Yeah. And our final news story today uh, we, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. We've, we played it a little bit when we were together over the break. Um, and we just want to give a little review on it. So, uh, Alan, I'll start with you. What do you think of. Uh, Nintendo Switch's latest Mario game, kind of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate.
1: So I think they just knocked it out of the park with this one. I think it's incredibly fun to play. There's, you know, like they said, every single character that's been in, in any Smash Bros. game ever, so you can play just anyone. They added a few new characters that are really fun. Everything's balanced. Well, not balanced, but everything's like fairly balanced. All the characters feel really good and fluid. Yeah. There's tons of maps that you can play on. There's like a really, really interesting single-player game mode. There's still the old classic game mode from like the original uh, N64 Smash Bros. that came out where you can go through and battle the master hand at the end. Um, I think just everything about the whole gameplay and everything is just really, really fun, and they did a really good job with it, and I enjoyed playing it. They did completely fuck up online, though, and Nintendo has been doing this with so much stuff on Switch where they just can't get online correct. Yeah. And the matchmaking is just terrible. It's laggy at times, like... The servers are just really bad. It It's it's just not fun to play online, but it is super fun to play with friends. So I really yeah. w- wish they could fix the online part of it. Yeah,
2: what's wrong with them? Like, I know they're trying to really encourage couch co-op and stuff, but they're really messing up the online because every game I have, I think, is like that. Where like, so in Super Smash, if you want to play with friends, it's okay. You can do a, I can't remember what it's even called, but you can do like a one game mode where you it's like into a ring or something like that. And that's cool. But if you have a friend that's sitting next to you and you want to play with another friend somewhere else, you can't do that. You can only play, like you have to take turns and and, like you can only do one versus one online. It just seems like such a, I mean, to me, it seems like an easy thing because I don't know anything about networking, but Mm -hmm. it's such a bizarre mistake to make in a a 2019 world now where everything's online. It's it's so bizarre. Oops, sorry. So bizarre that that happened. So... I agree with Alan. I, I love the game. I think it's great, but the online is so bad. And like tonight, Zach is trying to get a bunch of people to play switch together. And I just know we're going to have a bunch of problems because we're going to get dropped and stuff like that. So,
0: <sighs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I like, um, I, I love, uh, super smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm really having a good time with the adventure mode. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's this, there's the, what's it called? Spirit something. Uh, uh, what's the, the that campaign, you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah,
2: that spe- I don't know what it's called but weird the one where you fight through a bunch of characters and you unlock spirits and you get yes. like things to yeah
0: that's get, really like, cool that throws them. a little um, you know a little extra something into the game as opposed to just the regular classic mode but yeah. Um, uh, yeah I mean Nintendo's big fault for years has been their online play and even some games their co-op there's never truly a co-op game unless it's designed that way I mean look at Mario Odyssey and look at um, Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, like, the co-op is just, you know, it's just kind of like the the second player controls, like, the hat, and you just flick back and forth, or the second second oh. person just controls the second Pokemon. It's nothing really good. And uh, so, but otherwise great i I would say back to smash a little bit um if there's one complaint i think they had they could have pared down some of the characters i think some of the echo characters are just too similar and maybe that's not me diving deep into all of them and and maybe there's some deeper mechanics there that i'm missing but i feel like there's too many similar characters like oh this echo character is just the same as this and there's not really enough difference between them so I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel, Alan? I mean, you're much more, you're way better than I am and you've dived deeper into it. So maybe you can disagree with me on that and school me on that a little bit, but.
1: I mean, no, I agree with you. I think the Echo characters are more similar than I thought they would be. Okay. But there's not a whole ton of them and there's so many characters in the game that it's like, all right, whatever. I can kind of just let it go and look past it.
0: Mm, Okay, Um, okay.
1: I was kind of playing around with like playing Peach and Daisy because I think they're supposed to be kind of Echo characters of each other Mm -hmm. in a sense. And, uh, they do feel, like, a little bit different mechanically-wise. And, like, I was trying to just do, like, some different type of movement styles with them and different attacks with them and just see just to see how it felt. And there's, like, a subtle differences. But for the most part, like you said, it's it's not as much as I thought there would be between the Echo characters. So mm. I, I agree with you. But at the same time, there's plenty of characters. So just oh, play for something. sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So what would you guys rate it uh, out of five bottles of meat here? Smash Bros. Ultimate.
2: I'd probably give it a four and a half. Hmm. I think it was, if you like Super Smash, it, yeah. I think it did everything super well. Like, I don't have any complaints about the game, really. I guess there are a lot of characters and a lot of stuff going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I think that makes it fun and it makes it engaging. So I would. the only problem I have is the, the online horribleness. But sure. uh, I think four and a half for me. Cool. Alan? Yeah. Um,
1: I'm going to be a little more critical. I'm going to give it a four out of five. Just because, yeah. so it's been really fun to play, unlocking all the characters, doing advent- adventure mode, doing the okay. classic mode. Now that I've kind of gotten through all that, I really do want to do more of the online stuff. And since it's so difficult to play online, I feel like I'm losing some of the replay value of the game and some of the continuation that I wanted in the game. So I'm docking at a full point just on that. But overall, yeah. it's a really fun game. If the online gets a little bit better and they've worked through some of the issues, then it could be a really, really great game. So.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. Um, I'm also at a four out of five bottles of mead. Solid game. Really fun. Um, I like I like the fact that you can have like up to eight people play. So if you have the if you take your uh, controllers and you break them up into two apiece, you can have like up to eight people play. It gets like absolutely crazy. Put a lot of stocks on there and just like let it oh rip. And it's go to town. It's it's fun. So four out of well, five. You
1: played me. that seven player game that was just so insane. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I remember
2: I I won one of the rounds playing Sonic because all I would do is just like spin <laughs> all over the place and just like smash through a bunch of people and just yep. like it's so (laughs) overwhelming
0: alright cool Um, and finally let's get into some music picks here guys so um, I'll start I got three, three picks today and I'll explain why at the end the first one is called Dancing on Nails by We Are Harlot um, this is kind of one of those bands that's been out, or been around for a while. They have one album out, and they're kind of like a throwback-style rock band, kind of like the Struts and a couple other bands. They're, they're kind of like that older vibe. They're kind of a fun rock vibe. Um, and then the second one I have is called Alone in a Room by Asking Alexandria. Um, Asking Alex, Alexandria is a big hardcore band. They're kind of going through the same pattern as Bring Me the Horizon. They're kind of transitioning into more of a... Um, a modern rock band with less screaming, more uh, more catchy uh, vocals and choruses, um, but um, this is a great song by them. Their album came out last year, or the year before, I forget, um, but it's a great album and I like, I love this song, Alone in a Room. And then the third one I have is uh, a song called Little Did I Know by Danny Warsnop, and that is a, this is a country song, and this is a very catchy country yeah. song. Um, Alan, I think you'll love this song. Uh, it's great. Uh, this is this is uh, this is everything I want in a country song. Now, the reason why I selected these three songs in particular is because the lead singer is the exact same in every single song. Uh, this Danny Warsnap guy. Yeah, this Danny Warsop guy is. Uh, an english singer he was in asking alexandria he left that band for a little while to make we are harlot and he also came out with his own country album um mm-hmm. now i really want to give this guy credit because he's been able to cross genres stay relevant and make a, a lot of good solid music and so i want to i just want to give this guy some credit because all three songs are very, very different, very different styles, all very good, and this guy's very talented, so I gotta give it to I gotta give it to him. Wait, what's his
1: is his real name is Danny War Warsnob? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And the other yeah. one too. Okay. It's not like an alias or something.
0: Nope, nope, that's his name. Mm-hmm. So, um check out all three songs. See how different his styles can be and uh, and yeah, I I think he's really talented, so. And I know asking Alexandria gets a little bit of heat for being kinda like the the uh, really emo hardcore band, but they are, they did go through. I, and I, I don't really care for them that much, but their latest album, I really dig. And I like the direction that they're going in. So um, check out those songs. Cool.
1: And uh, my music pick is a pretty well-known pop song on the charts right now. It's uh, without me by, wait, huh? yeah, jeez, I forgot what song was for a second. Without <laughs> me by Halsey, <laughs> a good, uh good, like Taylor Swift-esque breakup song where she's singing. I think she's singing about g Easy because uh, they broke up recently um but it's just a cool song about you know she brought gz in and like put him onto like this this well-known status that he's at and now he's like leaving her and she's just like pissed off saying like you know thinking you can live without me so pretty oh, good uh, pretty good breakup song so i dig it <laughs> got my got my vote
0: nice nice
2: sweet um all right i i have a music pick and it's um it's called Twerk featuring Cardi B, and it's by City Girls. And I'm very <laughs> yes. um, like surprised that I have this music pick because I don't normally like this type of music. But this song uh, is just like so catchy, and I think I really like the beat. And it's just like kind of like fast a little bit and like really dancey. And the lyrics are like pretty gross, and there's like a lot of crazy stuff they're talking about. But it's like a really catchy song, and I feel like it- I heard it when I was uh, like out in DC sometime. I, th- I think I, I can't imagine where else I would hear this song and I just couldn't, I just was really into it. So nice. Right. Awesome. So, Twerk. Yeah.
0: By uh, <laughs> girls. Awesome. Well, nice job guys. Uh, I'll have to check that song out. I don't think I've heard that one yet. Yeah. So, but I do like Cardi B, so I want to check it out. Yeah. It's,
2: it's kind of new. I think it came out in November.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Alright, so before we go, you've probably noticed that on the new year or just before the new year, we had released our brand new logo for the podcast. Um, everyone's been saying it's been awesome so far, so very good re- uh, reception for our new logo. Um, if you want to get that new logo on a shirt, on a mug, on anything, that design is now available on our Tee Public store. Um, just go to the, de- the link in the description of every episode, and it'll lead you right there and then also um, don't forget to follow us on social media the torn pod on Twitter Facebook and Instagram and at the torn podcast at gmail.com um, yeah so we're gonna get the ball rolling here we're gonna hit the we're finally back in the swing of things like I said off the top of the show so we will be seeing more episodes uh, and more reviews coming from us this year towards the back end of the year there's a ton of stuff coming out and I'm really looking forward to it between the new Star Wars movie the next Avengers movie um, some new uh, TV shows that are, are coming out that are going to be really good um we we know we have movies like John Wick three we got the new Spider Man we got um, the Shazam movie coming out It Chapter two Alan we can get some of that horror horror flick back yes. in there yes. and um, and yeah so there's a lot of stuff coming out towards kind of like the back half of this year so um, we're gonna have plenty to review we're plenty to talk about and we're all I think looking forward to a very awesome to 2019 um, so yeah. Any last comments, guys? Nope. See you awesome. next week. All right. Yep. We'll see you next time. This has been an Episode of the Torrent. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Well, that's it for this episode of the Torrent. Thank you all for listening. Download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service. If you want to get in contact with us, feel free to send us an email, thetorrentpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at Pod. We'll see you guys next time.